Halloween's new and old, and welcome to Gateways to the Animus, the podcast that aims to take an anime novice through the weird, wide, and wonderful world of Japanese animation. I'm Sam, a self-proclaimed anime expert, and with me as always is the man who doesn't know his Anpan Man from his One Punch Man. It's Will. G'day, Will. How are you? I'm good, Sam. I've actually seen a few episodes of One Punch Man, so uh, I take um, insult to that. Damn um, it. <laughs> you played me like a fool. Yeah. Yeah, so this is the show where we, as a duo, look at a particular anime series, something Sam has introduced me to for the first time, and him as an expert and me as a complete noob discuss whether we think this is a gateway show. So can we show this to a noob, a novice, and can they get something out of it? Can they enjoy it? Can it potentially link, uh, lead them on to watching more anime? Um, we've got three questions which we'll discuss at the end to uh, decide whether we think this show meets those criteria. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much the premise of the show. Okay, so moving on, what have you been up to this week, Sam? What have I been up to this week? I've been walking around my local area, taking in the sights and the sounds, and also watching a lot of anime. Um, A bunch of shows ended (laughs) this week um, for me. Uh, They've probably ended for quite a while by the time this goes live. But uh, this week, Haikyuu came to an end, um, which was... Is that your volleyball? The Volleyboys, yes. They... (laughs) Uh, the season finished out and it was a very strong second half to season four. Um, I'm just, I, I'm glad that it managed to live up to the hype that season three had. And uh, I'm very excited to eventually get around to showing you what Haikyuu is all about, <laughs> why everybody loves these boys so much. Um, is it wrong to pick up Girls in a Dungeon season three also wrapped up this week? With no, I still a, need to catch up on that. Yeah, you do. Like so much, like, I've got a lot of things to say about it, which I'll save until later on uh, when yeah. you've caught up. But yeah, it was a good season. I enjoyed it. And maybe the the Fire Force also ended, which was another really entertaining season of absurd fire-based action. And the biggest loss of the season is sport climbing girls. It's gone, <laughs> gone forever. Sport climbing girls. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, don't, an, I don't even understand those words and sentences <laughs> together. Do they, do they go together? Yeah, it's. it's it, I think it's called Iwakeru Sport Climbing Girls. It's a anime about girls that go rock climbing. Oh, okay. It's yeah. yeah it's essentially you go there for muscly anime girls, and that's it. <laughs> it has been just okay. It's like a pretty much. It's when like can a, I start? <laughs> next week next time on gateway to the era nah like it's it's just fine i think uh, do i regret watching it probably not but i probably wouldn't ever go back to it how about you what have you been up to this week um this week i've been um getting uh getting on with code gears actually i've been from a few weeks ago i've just been sticking through that and i've finished finished the first uh season is it a season series whatever yeah so season uh, it's code gears loosh of the rebellion r1 which is like season one and then you get r2 yeah and i thoroughly enjoyed it and and genuinely it's got especially watching it in the dub um i was able to do other stuff while it was on and just sort of it, it it doesn't need your full attention all the time i know it's it's quite complex in parts and i did have to like go back and pause things to just check who was saying what but it's a fairly um you know straightforward 
it's it's a it's a it's, it's got a good pace to it. So like you yeah. don't there's not there's nothing in there that really throws you and it's like oh my god I have no idea what's going on. It's it it, it play it explains itself as it goes through. So I was yeah. What's your favorite mecca? Oh, uh, uh, the uh, the red. What's the, it called? The guru um, with the big the arm. rides. Yes. Yeah, the that's guru. Badass. Oh, it's so cool. What about you? What's your favorite? We we, we need to save these for the uh, for, the, for special the special when we review. But go on. What's what's I, your favorite? Uh, from from the, what you've seen, it's um, oh, right, okay, it's yeah. probably the Lancelot. But I really like the Anubis that Lelouch pilots at the end of season one. The uh, yes, the black one, the black one. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, Mwah. mech design. Yeah, no, that, they don't that is really cool. You don't you don't like this spinning green uh, blob thing? Oh my that, god, the that's... one that Jeremiah has, the absolutely yeah. ludicrous. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, it's mad. It's just, it's just not the same, is it? It's, it's not. Like, it's like you've got all these cool, sleek new generations. It's like I am sphere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And anything else? No, not really. No. Right. Well, see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> yep. See, th- that's it, guys. <laughs> I've, uh, I've been watching a, another anime show this week, Sam. Another anime. What? Another one to add. Another one to add to the collection this week. This week, Sam. Yeah, I'm. I'm very excited to say that I've been watching Bleach. You've been drinking Bleach. No, Will, stop. <laughs> Put that down. <laughs> oh God, yeah. no! I've been watching Bleach, and I finally get to find out, or so I thought I would find out, why it's called Bleach. I still haven't found that out. <laughs> I uh, still don't know why it's called. Bleach. Yeah, no, it's super abstract. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the the author essentially kind of thinking. Ah, if I bleach something, then I purify it by getting rid of all the stains from it. So I'll do that, but on like a meta level with all these ghosts that we're purifying. I or see. maybe he just saw the word and thought it looked cool in English, so that's why he went with bleach. Maybe, maybe. Um, okay, that was an anticlimax. Roll <laughs> intro. <laughs> Okay, so episode one. <laughs> Should we get into it? We we hope. First of all, you need to give us a summary, don't you? Tell us what the show's about. This week we're watching Bleach, which is the 2001 to 2016 supernatural adventure manga written by the god that is Tight Kubo. Um, Bleach was known as one of Shonen Jump's big three series alongside Naruto and One Piece during the early 2000s due to the insane amount of popularity that it gained and the huge sales numbers that came from it. It's the story of Ichigo Kurosaki, a 15-year-old boy who can see spirits, and after his fateful encounter one day with Rukia Kuchiki, he gains the powers of a Shinigami, or a Soul Reaper, and he sets about defeating the evil spirits of Hollows that upend the life of his quiet town. Uh, the anime aired from 2004 until 2012 before it was cancelled, and then it will be returning this year, 2021, to adapt the very last arc of the manga. What did you think? Shinigami. I got that reference. Ah, yeah, you understood ah. it. You know what that means. It's a death gun. I know what a Shinigami... Yeah, ah, that's cool. Um, what did I think? Um, well... I was expecting, to be honest, a, uh, a another disappointment 
to be to be honest, I, I was expecting really? another Naruto. Really, yeah, mm. because uh, because it's in the same sort of band Ball bracket, pocket, isn't right? it? It's, yeah, yeah. Um, although uh, it was much funnier, it was much better played, and um, yeah, it was all all in all, it felt a more um, more cohesive. Yeah, it was more cohesive, and it was just a. Uh, it seemed more thought through, like it was actually it actually knew what it wanted to be from the word go. It wasn't yeah. jumping around trying to hit different target audiences. It was just like, this is what we are, and it, I think it did a really good job. So, um, yeah, my my big thing, which I'm going to bring up now, even though it doesn't come up till later, and I know you from what from our conversation off mic, I know <laughs> you. I think in leak spin. Yes. Oh my yes. god. I got so much nostalgia when it got to that bit. Yes. I was like, "Oh my god, that is the girl from the ne- the leak spin." That's meme. Where it's from. Ah, oh, I can't believe I've after all these years, after what it was 2006, I Google, I had to Google it because I was like, "Right, that came out in 2006, so it's 14 years." There's 13-year-old me being obsessed with this and just yes. watching it watching the four hour YouTube on <laughs> where it just repeats the, this 30 second video clip oh, oh my god so I love glad. that tune it's been stuck in my head ever since watching this yesterday I was like ah, <laughs> oh, I just got to listen to it again and again it's so fun like I love it I I'm fully so glad put in you... like a big bit about like what the, like the leak spin but knowing that you know it already makes me so happy <laughs> just honestly it's oh. one of those things it was it was back in my uh, <laughs> my very short-lived skater days, and me and my friend just used to. It was very. It was. It remi- he reminds me a lot of you actually with uh, his nerdiness and his sort of uh, you know search sur- surfing the web for these like weird sort of things. And uh, he showed me that, and I got obsessed with it. It was really cool. I love that leak spin video, and I, obviously I had no idea where it was from or anything like that. And then, ah, oh, yeah, that was it. That that hit so well. I was like, oh my god. I think nostalgia is the order of the day with this show because as episode one kind of kicks off, I'm just hit with this wave of just, I remember watching Bleach uh, originally as it was airing, dubbed. And because back in, what, 2004 to 2010, as it was going out, you couldn't just watch it on Crunchyroll because that didn't really exist yet. So you had to either go onto a, like a piratey site to yeah. see it or like some weebs will know and love you had to go onto youtube and you'd watch bleach episode 71 part one of three and you'd watch like a 10 minute slice of the episode and hope that the guy had then uploaded the next part and sometimes it was like oh well bleach episode 71 part three doesn't exist so i now have to watch the (laughs) spanish version and try to comprehend what the fuck is going on or you just have to just say, well, well, I can't find it anywhere. I guess I just don't watch the middle section of this episode and I just watch the ending. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, that's uh, the lengths you go to. Uh, you, <laughs> the it weaves was... of many. Like, uh, <laughs> It's just a it's, uh... classic watching techniques. But the show does start straight in. Each one of the th- three episodes starts with the OP. Uh, what did you think of Asterix by Flo? Was it Flo? No, it wasn't Flo. It's by someone else. By Orange Range, Asterix by oh. Orange Range. Mm. Um, yeah, it was good. I thought it was all right. Um, 
I, I, I don't think anything lives up to our two big hitters of Attack on Titan and Yuri on Ice. But yeah. I think it's it's a good song. It fits well. I, I like. Mm. I, I do like the visuals. Yeah. Again, like um, the way it, they've just got so many different. Um, types of imagery in this haven't they it's, it jumps from like these crisp clear uh, character graphics and then they've got like this rugged skaterish spray painting uh scenes that sort of and then the silhouettes there's just loads of different types yeah. they've just gone on sort of a bit jump aroundy but I, I like that it, it, it's interesting yeah it's yeah. really stylish isn't it like everyone all the main characters that we see keep swapping outfits to different uh jackets and clothes and they're really trendy like uh, kubo is a big fan of fashion and it shows so much in the way that he designs these characters and they um appear in the op um i really like the song like off yeah. air <laughs> I, I showed you the, the pure muscle memory of the lyrics like i have no idea what they mean yeah. but <laughs> they're just embedded in the back of my brain there and i feel yeah. it's kind of like i don't know it's kind of like a summer feeling song with this kind of underlying unease behind it in like when it cuts away to different bits and pieces i don't know if you pick it like if you had that same feeling but the bit that i don't know i wouldn't have i wouldn't have put that on at the time but i'll have to listen again and uh see see what i think with that in mind um it was good yeah i mean i, I had no there wasn't i didn't dislike the song i'd quite happily sit there and listen to it over and over again to be fair it's not it's a good song it didn't yeah. blow me away but yeah it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's a just good not that song. same tier as like titan and yuri yeah, yeah it's yeah. difficult isn't it because it's not trying to be th- those those songs are they're ballads, there for the bombast and the the passion yeah. whereas this the, the kind anthems of, yeah they 100 percent anthem is the is the great way to describe them whereas this and not all song you don't want every song to be an anthem and you don't want every series to have it so it's a really good song but you just if yeah. you have them side by side they have that this power and this you know anthem anthemish vibe to it yeah and i think this it's song really that. matches that kind of vibe that's going for like all these friends are hanging out but then in the background somewhere something's off that you can always feel that mm. in the background and i love the almost uh kurosawa style samurai film moment that we get with Ichigo fighting against all the other guys with swords yeah. it's all grayscale again speaking yeah. to the different styles and fonts and everything that's yeah. used here it's oh it's a very stylish a very good yeah and then we end with a chibi lion that just sort of oh yeah con. Uh, at the end of the <laughs> con is that a natural character yeah he turns up later don't worry about him okay just yet okay so what did you think to the to the opening scene with all the creepy shadows yeah, it was. Uh, that was a weird sound. Sorry for any <laughs> just <a laughs> popping my mouth. Um, it was. It was fine. I thought it was. Um, it was very Death Note vibes. Um, this sort of like uh, spirit world felt like. Um, I liked the um, the way uh, Rukia sort of has this bit of exposition over the top, um, and she just comes into the side frame. Um, and that's quite nice, and then. Um, she's like sensing spirit, spirit energy and then it, it yeah. cuts to our main character, doesn't it? So yeah, the opening scene was all right. It, it doesn't really give away much. It's just sort of... The soundtrack ominous. is what sells it for me. It kind of sets the tone straight off the bat. It's called, The song right. is called On the Precipice of Defeat and it's my favourite track from the Bleach soundtrack and it just goosebumps oh. me the entire time. It's that kind of... Yeah, cool. The Do they repeat that then? They use does, it. Does that come up again? Yeah, yeah. It plays again, I think, maybe in episode three, and it comes up during kind of like really tense situations uh, throughout the show. But yeah, cool. um, 
we get this feeling of this completely othered world that exists kind of very close to ours. And then we snap to Ichigo kicking the shit out of some skaters. Yeah, this is a great scene. They, uh, he's obviously the whole, the whole idea is that he's been laying some flowers or laid some flowers uh, on this girl's grave. I say great, not grave. It's where she, where she died and down this alley. And he's just, um, these, these guys have walked past and knocked it over basically. And he just pounds the crap out of them, but he does it in such a sassy way. He's just asking them questions like, why do you think that's there? What do you think that could be there for? Why do you think it's on the floor? Well done. Smack round the face, bang, round bang, the bang. Face. <laughs> it, yeah, I mean, I, I actually thought this is what Naruto should have been like, <laughs> like yeah. this sort of actually good ninja sort of style fighting. Just yeah, just straight out it, the he's gate. He's still arrogant. He's still, he's still a bit cocky, but he's he's good at what he does. That's it, isn't it? It introduces in about thirty seconds worth of screen time. We know that Ichigo is one strong enough to beat up three, three or four guys by himself two yeah. cares about the little things like a small girl's grave he can see the ghost girl and also yeah. he's he has this kind of kind streak that runs through him and that's all shown off in a scene of him yelling at skaters and then writing a vase it's great yeah. <laughs> it's um it's also a, a, a such a low-key you know no big deal reveal that he can talk to this ghost it's like oh, oh yeah, yeah sorry about that and it's just like okay right ghosts are in this um and he sort of has a bit of exposition as he walks home uh explaining who he is and that he can see these ghosts um and see these spirits and uh yeah it's a really cool opening scene it 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 you go it you go it you go yeah it you go um is a is an intimidating character like mm. he's one of those kids at school that he just he just he just oozes confidence and like uh He's just a cool kid, isn't he? You just yeah. know that, like, we see it later on when he's talking to all his friends. He's the cent- he's the gravitas, he's the centre of their little group and they're just hanging on his every word and you can tell that even, you know, I get flashbacks to school and you know, you always knew that kid that was just, like, on the pedestal to everyone in the, yeah. in the, in the school. It's like if you, if you went, talked to him the wrong way, you'd regret it. But also, if, you're, <laughs> if you were, like, decent towards them, then they were, like, they're a sound guy. Yeah. Um, and so we get home and uh, dad jumps him. Uh, fucking uh, roundhouse uh, kicks him in the face. <laughs> yeah, he's he's not a stable dude. Um, and to be honest, he's like, you need to expect everything um, as soon as he walks in because he's late. He's late for dinner and he basically gets, dad starts on him and <laughs> roundhouses him to the face. And um, he, he should have been expecting it, shouldn't he? This can't be the first time that dad's pulled this stunt. You'd hope, well, you, it's implied that this has been going on for a long time because it's quite, he's like, I don't have to teach you anything anymore. So he's clearly been yeah. jumping Ichigo as often as he humanly possible. Yeah, and he does He does lose. Ichigo does sort of like time and time again. His dad's like, dad gets on one the up. Floor. And then Ichigo like counters him and gets him back. And then dad strikes again. And then Ichigo's back on top. And all the while, his yeah. two sisters are sitting there just like, absolutely nonplussed about the whole situation so, oh it's just again come on guys yeah and um his his very calm exterior with the ghost earlier where he's wants to help the ghost and he wants to be kind to the ghost is contrasted when this other ghost turns up and he's like just trying to hit the ghost <laughs> and he's like just leave me off. alone leave me alone um 
and I love the sister's reaction. I don't know which one it is, but she's like, um, they're, they're talking about his relationship with the ghosts. And she's like, I don't even believe in ghosts. And she's like, but you, the other sister's like, you can see them. So, I mean, permanent denial. <laughs> yes. Just to see the ghosts doesn't mean I have to believe in them. It's like that's, that's canon, and she she's great. Both the sisters yeah. are quite funny. I do like them. I, I sorry, I don't hate them as much as other sisterly characters in anime, where they're just there to be damsels in distress and stuff. Like they actually have some personality to them, and I like that they are yeah. like polar opposites, even in their designs. It's like dark hair, blonde hair, uh, permanent denial about seeing ghosts, and can see ghosts. Can just about sense them. It's good yeah. stuff. Oh, it's fun. So it's, it's a good dynamic to have in the in the family home. And yeah. um, Ichigo then is uh, he, he catches the news, doesn't he? And he sees all this damage going on. There's the stuff going on town. Yeah, yeah. And he, he decides to run towards it as any sane fifteen year old would do. Um, and he sees everyone running past him, and he runs into this dust cloud or this yeah this mm. like destruction deb- debris falling everywhere. Yeah. And then the ghost girl from earlier is running away from this monstrous being, this uh, hollow, as we find out it's called later. A hollow, you say? Mm. Oh, I thought it was a hollow. And I was thinking, like, Deathly Hallow was there some sort of link there. Uh, yeah, like, did you um... not know this was set in the Potterverse? <laughs> <laughs> well, Ichigo no. Ichigo versus Harry, 1v1. Shut up. Obviously, obviously, a lot of Ro- Rowling's stuff is steeped in like mythology and history and and things like that. So I wondered whether Hallow was a was. It, oh, I just thought it was the same word, right? <laughs> Fucking, but it's not. It's Hollow. <laughs> it's Hollow. Okay. Um, <laughs> right. So he sees this Hollow for the first time. Um, I'm gonna have to change every time I've typed Hollow now. Um, <laughs> and uh, he, he, yeah, like you say, the ghost girl runs past him. And trips up. Apparently, yeah. ghosts can trip up now. She was Wait, floating she was, earlier. She was floating in the air <laughs> when, when we first met her. Yeah, thank you. I'm glad you. I'm glad you picked it up as well. It's like, hold on a minute, because I didn't actually clock she was a ghost until later on. Because I was like, she's running, she's tripping over, she seems to be out of breath. Like ghosts don't have breath. Um, <laughs> They're dead. But hey, yeah. The big apparently. chain was just a fashion <laughs> accessory. Clearly. <laughs> okay, but that's not explained until later on. I had no <laughs> idea. Like, <laughs> I had no idea what the chain thing was. But yeah, the, go- the ghost falls over and then, oh no, the, the girl's going to get eaten. Only for, uh, we, well, we don't know her name yet, but for this soul reaper to appear and just brutally slice up this hollow. Like, there is a lot of blood in this show. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> and she, like, Did you go, are you okay, Sam? Yeah, I'm good. I'm, good? I'm, I'm not too woozy. I, was, I looked away. I was like, ah, she's swinging the sword? Good. Look away. <laughs> but she takes out this hollow and Ichigo can see her, but she kind of ignores him and then walks away. Yeah. Um, only to reappear later on in his room where she phases through the wall and goes, so something's going on here. And, and he's suspicious. sat in the corner like, dude, what are you doing in my room? <laughs> she doesn't flinch. Like, surely that would be a distraction. <laughs> he's, there's this guy in the corner and then he, he he's like, <laughs> sorry, it's a good scene. I mean, I, we're not going to do it justice, but he, he jumps up and kicks her in the back and she goes flying. And she's <laughs> like, what the hell? Obviously used to no one being able to see her. No one's supposed to be able to see this girl. And he's like, what are you doing in my room? So he kicks her across the room. And she's like, okay. He must be defensive. And he's like, 
And he's like, he's just rambling. He's like, what are you trying to do? Are you trying to burgle me? Like, you're not a very good burglar when you're talking to yourself. Like, why are you talking to yourself? <laughs> Put that sword away. You could hurt somebody. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a very fun scene again. They do um, pitch this, the, the comedy bits really well. I think it's just so like calling things out a little bit and just sort of like... Yeah, um, Ichigo, Ichigo gets yeah. this whole scenario explained to him and he's just like, Okay, so you're a soul reaper, uh-huh, and then you do this, uh-huh, and this happens, uh-huh. Yeah, no. I'll believe that when I believe when pigs can fly and the tooth fairy is real. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, but then she, like, it was my argument as well. I Even before she said it, I was thinking, dude, you can see ghosts, and you've just seen this giant demon, like, attack a, a city. And uh, she's, she calls him out, and he's like, you, you can see ghosts, and you can see me. Like, yeah. you've seen all this stuff. And he's like... Yeah, but all right, so you're not human. Yeah, well, that doesn't prove anything. Just because I can see it doesn't mean I have to believe it. Hey, sister, sister brother relationships. Um, Not that kind of way. Not not in a sort of online. Stop. (laughs) (laughs) No more of that. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. Um, (laughs) So Ichigo doesn't believe Rukia, and after calling her a kid, she gets really pissed off and like uses Kido to bind him and like wrap his arms up behind his back so he can't escape. Which which is a special power only these um soul reapers possess. Yeah. So it's basically a jutsu. It's it, it's it's a jutsu from Naruto, isn't it? Yeah, basically. It's a it's a special power that only a certain class of people can use. Sure. It's 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 a I, spirit I, no jutsu. It, I, yeah, I'm bet I'm I'm betting there's other other types as well. It's not just this tie your arm behind your back one. Yeah, so you hear her. She says it's Hado, maybe 70-something. I don't know. She she does Hado and then like a number. And then... Is is there a sexy Kito? I I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) Sexy Kito Jutsu. (laughs) And blood pours out of your... um, And then your sensei's nose. Yeah, and then you win the fight. (laughs) Regardless of anything. (laughs) Again, something I yeah. feel Bleach does really well here is that the fights are actually, for the, seeming, for the most part, taken super seriously. There's no, like, messing around yeah. and whatever. Cause, cause we and get we actually, the fight we, here. we actually see some fights, which is, which is awesome. Yes. Compared to Naruto, where we needed to see more ninja stuff. And I, look, we can keep comparing to Naruto. There probably will be times when we do, um, mm. but we need to let's judge it this on its own. On yeah. its own thing. Let's keep it here. Yeah. Um, so, Ichigo hears the hollow. Oh, I, I, but not before Rukia explains stuff and with the worst drawings ever, which is a brilliant little, she's, she's super yeah. edgy and she goes, I will now explain to you the role that yeah. we soul reapers have in this world. Bunnies! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's, there's two types of spirits. There's holes and there's hallows. Uh, any questions? <laughs> why, like, does yeah, why do your drawings suck? suck so bad? <laughs> 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 he's so good <laughs> and then <laughs> then she draws a mustache because he's tight he's sort of like uh she's th- this keto has put him in a position on the floor he can't move he's he's like yeah in in this weird confined position and she draws a mustache on his face and she uh, fully jiggly puffs him <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes she absolutely jiggly puffs him that's that's a brilliant comparison i love that and um 
she's like, she, uh, what does she call it? So she's like, let's continue our, our lesson, Monsieur. Monsieur, yeah, she's, she's got a little twirly mustache. Oh, it's so the yeah. dub is so good. Look, I watched it in dub this week. Um, yeah, because again, pure nostalgia. And I just wanted to, I'll go back and relive it. And honestly, the bleach dub, I feel for for being a mid two thousands dub is, it's good. It's it's yeah. well done, and there's a character later who puts so much into their performance that I have to call it out as being amazing. Um, okay. But yeah, so we get to this point where the Hollow has arrived at the house. He's busted a wall down, grabs um, Kadeen and pulls her outside. And Ichigo has this badass moment where he's trying to break free of the Kido. And yeah. he's like, you can't do that. You'll just damage your soul. And he's like, well, nah, bye. <laughs> What's um what's that term you used before where it's like um setting up the main character's level power thing where oh job in um, not yeah, that, it, it's not in this case because Ichigo doesn't just instantly beat some random dude who's been set up here it's but, just but she does like, say she does say yeah I get that but she does say like this I've never seen anyone break mm. a keto before and it's like this idea that he's something special. No one's so ever it, broken a keto before. Like the keto diet. Yeah. <laughs> no one's ever broken oh, it before. <laughs> what is it? Uh, keto. Keto. Sorry. Yeah, the keto diet. That's fine. Ichigo's just not very good at dieting. Not that he needs to. Dude's lean as anything. You can never be thin enough. <laughs> Sailor Moon taught me that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've, l- I've learned so much from that show. Uh, yeah, so he's... Um, He's never broken, uh, no, no one's ever broken a keto before, but he's through sheer willpower and spirit energy, apparently, which is a thing, he's um, able to break through this keto. And there's some quite cool graphics of all this writing and spiritual stuff around him that sort of get broken. Uh, visually quite uh, uh, illustrative, it's good. And then um, he's free then to he, attack he the hollow, Cena. hollow. Out of sorry. nowhere, he gets <laughs> the, the chair. chair. <laughs> Well, he tries to. He tries to WWE. <laughs> tries to. <laughs> but it gets... And it goes very, very badly. He just gets wiped out. And she's like, you idiot. I, I Just stay <laughs> in the back. Let me deal with this. And uh, yeah, it doesn't go well for him. Um, she manages to sort of intervene. And she sort of... Uh, is, it, is it this point she gets injured? Or no, this point she chops the arm off. Uh, slashes the arm. And... Um, yeah, he the, the the hollow disappears for a uh, short while to sort of gain its composure, I guess. Yeah. Before attacking. Like, Damn, again. she got a sword. <laughs> that hurt. <laughs> so Ichigo kind of rescues Karen, and uh, Rukia says, "It's fine. I can heal her. I can I can make sure that she's safe." Um, but he's going to keep coming back and attacking because he's not after them. He's after you because you've got all this yeah. spiritual pressure bottled inside of you. So when the hollow does reappear, Ichigo runs out into the middle of the street and says, "My line probably of the of the show, which is, come on, fight me one on one, you ugly bastard." <laughs> <laughs> and then it goes about as well as anybody can expect when the hollow swings for him and Rukia jumps in and gets like fully chomped. There is yeah. blood everywhere, and she just starts calling him an idiot. Like, Why would you do that? Did you expect to win against the hollow? Dumbass. Yeah, you don't e- you ha- you don't even have your chair anymore, dude. Like, what were you gonna do? <laughs> Go get the chair. <laughs> At least have the chair, man. And um, then precipice yeah, so- of defeat kicks in again. It's like that scratchy do 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 do. Right. Yeah. 
It's so hype. And um, it's sort of that uh, climactic moment. All hope is lost. And she's like, right, there's one thing we can do. I can stab you with my sword and that will make you stronger uh, somehow. So apparently that allows her to transfer her energy, her power to him. Um, or some of it. She wants to transfer some of it. Mm. It turns out she transfers a fuckload and he, <laughs> Pretty much become, all of it. he gets, yeah, um, she stabs him. He gets, there's this big light. He gets her power and um, some new clothes, apparently, because when yes. you get, you transfer clothing as well when you get this power and a big ass sword. Yeah, she's so dope. impressed with the, uh, with the size of his sword. <laughs> yeah, which. I mean, she doesn't transfer all... She must be a bit jealous because her sword is nowhere near as big. And she's that was with that was her sword she could create with all of her power. Now, he's got most of her power, but not all of it. And he's, his, his sword is already power bigger. His power on top of that must be... Mm. Boy. Yeah. So, is, this the, is this the sword in your uh, character design or is that a different sword? This is the base form of the sword from uh, my avatar. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. See, you see, I'm spotting things. Yeah, picking up on those <laughs> references now. I'm um, like a proud yeah. mama bird. <laughs> uh, so after Rukia says, "Hey, you want to win? Lol, kill yourself." Um, Ichigo <laughs> takes this big sword and proceeds to just tear off this hollow's limbs and then just bang straight down the middle, dead hollow. Yeah. And yeah, then it's the a pretty ends. cool scene. I honestly, I love that shot um, just before the hollow reaches them of Ichigo standing there with his hand on the sword and Rukia like holding it up towards him and he's like and they they ch- they trade names like yeah, um, yeah. I, he calls her Soul Reaper again she goes my name's Rukia Kuchiki he's like ah oh, well yeah. I'm Ichigo Kurosaki bang slash oh it's just <laughs> so epic it's like this is what you want and you see each beat of the fight as he goes as he just gets this burst of power tears off the arm, turns around, takes the leg out, and then decides down the middle. Yeah. End. Yeah, no, it is really, really good. I mean, the uh, animation isn't as clear and as crisp as a modern anime because it is still, you know, 15 mm. years old or whatever. Um, but apart from that, yeah, you can't really argue with the fight scenes and stuff. It's pretty it's pretty dope. Um, and we get in the we get some weird text on screen. Do we know what that says? Because I couldn't read it. Yeah, I think it's... Um, Does it matter? It's like Ichigo Kurosaki, 15 years old, gains the power of a substitute Soul Reaper. Oh, okay. All right, cool. Um, and then we get the ED. Yeah. Life is like a boat, it's called. Yeah, it's just quite a nice song. It's it, it, it's a bit... It's I wasn't a big fan contrasting. of song, to be honest. No? I didn't, I didn't like it. It's quite it country-ish, much. isn't it? Yeah. I liked the the images, and I liked the symbolism of Rukia standing there with like the red string of fate, and how she lets it go. Kind of, it's some nice foreshadowing, and it's some nice imagery. But yeah, it, it's fine. Right. I I think yeah. I'd probably put it at the same level as like the sword art ending. There's not a lot going okay. on there. I, okay, I'd put it higher than that. I yeah. I thought it. I I didn't mind it. I thought it as it was more um, mainstream. I thought that it could be. Like, uh, I don't know. I can't think of a a specific artist, but like a a female artist releases an album. This would be like somewhere hidden within the album as a mediocre track. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Hidden away. Do you know what I mean? It's nothing, nothing, nothing. It's not like your, uh, your sing, your hit single that you release ahead of time, but it's somewhere in the album. The underrated keeps things, yeah, keeps things ticking over. So yeah, not bad. And then we jump into episode two. 
and dad wakes up and is a twat again um, and starts beating the crap out of Ichigo. Jumps him in his sleep uh, like an absolute bastard, man. Uh, we yeah, do get and gets fun- owned again. Yeah, he does. He gets beaten. Uh, we get a fun intro card, which uh, this is consistent throughout the, and impressively so, the entirety of Bleach's run. Every single uh, episode title card has a different graphic for it. Okay. So episode one was the butterfly with Bleach mm. written in like sketchy lines. This is the weird banana with it written up the banana. Yeah, I thought that was um, quite a nice touch. So we get from from there, from Dad being a, little, being a bit of a dick, uh, we figure out that everyone in the house from the night before has had their memories uh, changed. Yeah. No one, no, there's, there's, the, the damage is still there to the house um, yeah, from the attack truck. of the hollow. hollow. They think it was a truck, yeah. Um, and we don't really know why their memories have changed or why they can't remember anything, but all that, or why... Ichigo can remember, but that's the situation we're left in. And um, no one's injured as well. Everyone's healed, which is pretty... Miraculously has had all of their injuries restored, yeah. Yeah. And we smash across the school. We get introduced to some other side characters. We get introduced to Orihime, who likes ridiculous combinations of ramen and taiyaki and weird wasabi sauce. Uh, And she's clearly crushing on Ichigo. Um, Oh, yeah. we meet Ichigo. and she has to go play volleyball so she, does she know the haiku guys is that, yeah is the that haiku like guys a... are just in the gym across they they were like yeah. panicking about all the explosions the night before but they yeah they've learned to deal with it like they've got they've it's got the big like, game on saturday so they have to focus <laughs> hollows be down haiku, haiku is the spin-off isn't it so um <laughs> or, or he, he made sort of links the two and she goes off and meets the haiku. yeah i like it I, it's canon <laughs> we're, we're doing, it's doing canon it. now <laughs> Yeah, we uh, just have a bit of like school stuff. It's mostly just introducing side characters. We meet uh, Chad, who is the biggest Chad. He's uh, we yeah. find out later on in the series that he's actually from he's part Mexican, and he, a lot of his theming is based around that. Um, okay. And Rukia arrives in class to ruin Ichigo's day. Yeah, so sassy. She's just like she just turns up and is like, "Hey, you Ichigo." <laughs> it's like, "What? What are you doing here?" It's like, "Oh, do you guys know each other?" <laughs> no, well, we don't know each other. When I'm rookie here, by the way, and um, she shows him this writing on his hand, which, as I told you earlier, was not on my screen. I could not read that. So tell me what it says. So it essentially just said, "If you make a scene, I will kill you." <laughs> oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. And that's not what I was expecting. I thought it was going to say something like, "See me outside," or "Let's have a chat." <laughs> not, "I will kill you if you <laughs> if you do anything." Oh my god, that's bad. That, yeah, Rookie yeah, is a okay. stone cold savage, and she takes she Ichigo is, outside yeah. and explains that. He stole all of her powers, like we said earlier, and mm. she's now having to reside in what's called a gigai, which is like a false body that she can put her soul in for the time being in order to recuperate her powers. And that's why everybody can see her, because she's no longer in her spirit form. Yeah. And she... Um, hmm? I, was, I was just going to say, she introduces this idea of the soul society, which mm. I think sounds like a really fun place. I think <laughs> the soul society, it's, it's... It's a fun place where nothing bad ever happens. <laughs> ever it's just a really it's a really I'm, I'm this ever am i getting this wrong <laughs> the soul society is basically like the afterlife right yeah so in this universe uh when you die if you have no regrets or any kind of lingering um thoughts you go to the soul society which is where spirits go afterwards but if you are 
are uh, full of regret, then you cling to the earth as a spirit, like Ichigo sees for the girl uh, in the first episode yeah. of The Salaryman. And um, if you're, if you don't find closure, um, then you have the potential to turn it into a hollow. Uh, and yeah, the yeah. Soul Reaper's job, as Rukia explains, is to come and exercise these spirits and to defeat these hollows. Which... Yeah, they do. There is a lot of these three episodes that are, you know, they do rely heavily on having to explain that. And I get that. It's a compli- It's it's not sh- as straightforward. Yeah. Um, and there is a lot of exposition and a lot of talking. Um, but I do like the way that, that they do it because Rukia explains this concept of exorcism and how souls go to the Soul Society by punching Ichigo in the jaw so hard that his soul leaves his body and then taking him mm. to the park where there's this uh, boy getting chased. Yeah. And yeah. in the process, she says, okay, Ichigo starts to go and help after having rejected working with her uh, back at the school. And she says, look, you can't just on a whim help the people who are only close to you. As soul reapers, we see every soul as equal. So you either help everybody or yeah. you help nobody. Nobody. That's yeah. like, you, I, I won't allow you to go and help if you don't commit to this. Yeah. You're not picking and choosing who you're going to help just because you feel like it. Hmm. Um, you've got to commit, which it's not really a way to get someone into a job role. I think, you know, <laughs> it, job it's like, well, I mean, if if you if you introduce a new hobby to someone, it's like right, okay, we're going to go do. Uh, we're, I'm I'm thinking about taking up cycling. Okay, let's go cycle across the Atlantic and across America. Well, no, I, I just want to go around the park. No, no, you can't just do one small ride. You have to do everything all at once. It's all or, or nothing. nothing. <laughs> like okay, fine, I'll I'll do something else. I'll go running. Like it's um. You know, it's it's a weird way to persuade someone. Um, you know, maybe just start, dip your toe in. Yeah, just start just with one or two here and there. See if you like it. But uh, nope, no can do'sville. Yeah, and <laughs> like during this fight, Ichigo, he basically rejects Rukia's offer again. He says, look, I'm not going to, your, your concept of loyalty and duty, they don't apply to me because I didn't ask for that responsibility. All I want to do is protect the people who need protecting. And if that happens to be somebody yeah. who's just in front of me or whether it's my family, then I'll do what I can. But I'm not here to just be so altruistic yeah. that I'm going to just save everybody in this town. So no, we- that's really, it's a really cool uh, part of his character, I think. Um, mm. it's, it, it, it would be really, really easy to just make that, Okay, yeah, that's now my role. I am now taking on this persona and that that ca- that hero character arc where he's forced to do things for the greater good um, is immediately set, you know, in motion. It, it'd be so easy to do that, and that's what I thought it was going to do. And this contrast, I mean, obviously, I get the feeling it's going to end up like that anyway, which is fine. There's no reason for that because that's the premise of the show. You want to yeah. see some badass soul reaping action, yeah. But um, the, the way there's this genuine, realistic conflict where it's like, no, actually, those aren't my morals. I'm not this, like, I'm a greater than thou, like you say, altruistic person. I'm, I've, I've got my own sort of moral compass and it doesn't necessarily align with yours. Yeah. And it doesn't just disappear just because you gave me these cool powers. Like, I, I, I don't have this obligation to you, which is 
yeah, like you said, it's super cool. Yeah. And he affirms that to Rukia, and then we kind of move across. Oh, yeah, no, he exercises the kid who he he saves, and it's the angriest, <laughs> like, I'm helping you face ever. He's, like, frowning and shouting at the kid, like, come on, it's time for you to go to the other side, and, like, donks him with the hilt of his sword. <laughs> and Rukia's like, yeah. you did that beautifully. No, he didn't. <laughs> he was screaming and shouting the whole time. <laughs> Where were you? And then he um, he hobbles off really weirdly. Did you notice that? Yeah. I didn't, <laughs> yeah. I didn't get that. Is it's that like, an angry stomp? Yeah, it's like an anime. I'm I'm leaving in an angry manner, and here's my like swingy arms. Kind of, it's kind of like a Popeye walk, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It was a bit... Uh, yeah, it was a bit jarring, but hey, whatever. Um, and we... That's that's the thing with a lot of the um, the comedy moments and a lot, a lot of the bits that are unrealistic. You so hand wavy with this because it's funny and because it lands it's mm. like hey that doesn't work but okay i don't care because it's actually good yeah it's humorous some other shows you might not be as forgiving but i, I was really forgiving with this i was just like yeah that's fine yeah that works that's like, fun all the um, little moments where it cuts to their their faces where it's it's kind of chibified where like their mouth disappears and itchy goes like look has these are kind of like big angry eyes looking at at Rukia explaining stuff or Rukia on the floor with big question marks above her head after she's been kicked. Yeah. Like those little moments work because I don't, because it doesn't go like Yuri and Ice from these hyper-realistic designs to super rounded chibi designs. It goes from Mm. like, they're still very much in character, just a little bit smaller and a little bit more. Yeah. Blobby. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Lobby. That's good. Yep. And then we get um, <laughs> we the, we get part B. Apparently, is this a regular thing that we have parts? Because there's one in part three. There's part B in episode two, and there's part B in episode three. Is that a thing? Yeah. Part of me thinks that it's just the kind of the differentiator Adverts. between the ad, like yeah, the ad breaks because uh, like okay. every show does. Um, I don't know if it continues all the way through the entire show, but it's I like it. It's fun. I guess I, I always I always see these in on the same level as other shows, but then like uh, the shows that don't have these are things like Netflix originals and things like that that mm. obviously aren't going to have ad, ad breaks because they're on yeah. Netflix. So it's it's because I'm getting exposure to all these at, at once. It's like I'm putting them all on the same level, but they are from different you know, times and different. Uh, in different formats. So yeah, fair enough. So we Ichigo. Is with R- Rukia. Rukia. And Rukia's praying to her god, apparently. And Ichigo tells her to shut the hell up. <laughs> and, um, I'm reading contemporary literature. And he's like, no, you're not. <laughs> a few centuries out. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she's, she starts like following him around like, uh, like Ryuk. It's like yeah. uh, this character's just like, dude, you've got my power. Let me help you. Let me train you. Let me do something. <laughs> oh my um, god! I want to see the fan art of Rukia in like done up like Ryuk or Ryuk wearing Rukia's costume. <laughs> yeah, or um, Rukia just floating behind. Uh, I, I like that. I like that idea. Floating behind. I'm going to do that. That's going to be the art artwork. She's just <laughs> with Ryuk's wings, just floating behind, um, and he's going to be holding the sword like a notebook. I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Paper cut. <laughs> um but they see um Orihime from school and she thinks that she's been hit by a car like 
ow. And she's yeah. mostly fine, I guess. Yeah, so we so we find out why later on, but at this point I was like, she's been hit by a car, maybe? She says, like, yeah, maybe, and I think so. Um, and she's fine, like, just a little bump on the head, and I'm like, this is the most jarring thing ever, but obviously it gets explained later on. And there are lots of payoffs towards mm. the end um, yeah, yeah. with stuff like that, which is quite cool. And we we see the leak spin there. This is this is the scene. <laughs> the music doesn't play, which I was very disappointed by. But I was like, hold, she's holding a leak, and oh, oh it's so good. Um, such nostalgia. Um, but we've already talked about that, so we'll move on. <laughs> she, yeah. they noticed a bruise on her leg that is clearly finger marks, and we're like, she's like, oh, that must have happened in the accident, and the, and uh, Rukia is like, hmm. That's something sus like here. Car? <laughs> no, cars don't. That look fingers. like hand. Machines Life. don't have machines don't have fingers. This isn't code gears. <laughs> Touche. This isn't a mecca. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, we find out a little bit of backstory because Ichigo is talking to Rukia about how he knows um, the third character and. Um, there's uh, a, a dead brother. That's 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 the crux of it. Yep, we see brother dies, and we see said dead brother kind of lurking outside of Orihime's house, and he gets dragged away by these two hollows uh, into the strange world from the start of uh, episode one, where this mysterious hollow figure s- explains. Oh, I'm going to basically I'm going to turn you into a hollow. There's nothing you can do about it, and all these other yeah. hollows jump him. And they, oh, they get this really grim sequence of him as all this white stuff kind yeah. of bursts from his mouth and his eye, and like forms like the marshmallow. It starts off like the marshmallow man from yeah, Ghostbusters, like, the staple guy. <laughs> yeah, and then um, and then yeah, he turns into this weird hollow that looks exactly like not exactly, but it looks it reminds me of the uh, Titan uh, from Attack on Titans. Uh, what's he called? Aaron. Uh, Aaron. Aaron's Titan. Um, and there's so many similarities, the hair, but like the teeth as well. The like jaw, when, like when he starts fighting, the jaw, yeah. Yeah. And the, the body shape, it's, yeah, it's a uh, very Titan-esque, um, which I was like, Ooh, that's, that's fun. Um, Titan, Titan's a lot more modern than this, right? Titan yeah. Titan came out was a lot 2012, yeah. I believe. Yeah. The manga was okay. maybe 20, no, uh, 2009, I think maybe for the manga. Okay. I don't know off the top of my head. Um, but yeah, this Eren-esque hollow um, bursts into Inchigo's room and Rukia manages to save him like at the last second by punching the Soul Reaper form out of him and Inchigo's in his like crushes his bed and it's smashing the walls up and a really nice detail that I liked is Inchigo jumps and goes to swing the sword but the sword catches yeah. on the roof and because yeah, it yeah. slows the sword down enough before he impacts it gives the hollow enough time to smack him out of the way which yeah, it I, sort of cracks a bit of a bit of the mask, doesn't it? And then that's how um, our, our character Ichigo r- realizes who it is. He recognizes just from an eye who it, who he's dealing with here. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that was a nice touch. I did like that. Yeah, it's good. It was good. It kind of kept that. It, even though there's all these supernatural powers and uh, happenings like popping off everywhere, it still keeps it kind of. Oh well, this is what would realistically happen if I swung a sword that's the length of my body in a room. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The, 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 it's 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 cool that they're putting those environmental factors into it. Like they could have just put it outside, and yeah, yeah. 
It's good detail. It's yeah. a good. It's, it's just a good eye for detail, isn't it? And, yeah. and, it, and it's sort it's of those little bits that kind of build up and make you that little bit more invested in. Because he's going to be inexperienced, right? So you believe that he isn't going to just be this immediate badass. He did well before because he caught the guy off guard with a burst of power and then just swung big sword. Big sword go brr, yeah. win. <laughs> now in a confined space, he now needs to learn, okay, so if I want to be effective, I need to find the space to be effective, which is nice. Yeah. And that kind of yeah. forces the hollow to retreat, which le- and Rukia pings that oh he's gonna go for Orihime. he's gonna go and hunt yeah yeah so we figure we get a little bit of exposition again that these hollows or hollows sorry were once souls of uh people who've died and that that's they start to make this connection that this is Orihime's brother that passed away and he's come back and they obviously have a tie to he has a tie to his sister so he's gonna go and try and kill her instead. Um, and it's, it's a bit of a, uh, well, I think as, as the audience, we sort of get that, that, that makes complete sense. And, uh, um, oh God, the character names, uh, Ted, let's call him Ted. No, uh, Ichigo, <laughs> um, Ichigo is, uh, surprised by this. He's like, Oh my God, can I actually kill someone I knew? Can I destroy this? Is there anything left of him? You get this sort of it's complication nice now. Takes that moment. He doesn't just go, yeah, cool, let's keep going. There's there's an actual level of empathy there. Where yeah, he has I mean, you'd think- expect that with, with this level of show. I think, I, I, yeah, there is. But I think it would be weirder if he just went, okay, this is my friend's, or my, my friend's dead brother. I'm going to go ramming through with the <laughs> sword. I like um, Rukia's uh, bit of advice to always strike the head from behind. Like, that is cold, but it makes sense. It does make sense because that is how you kill a titan. Got to go for the nape of the neck. Uh, yeah. This is pre-titan work. <laughs> <laughs> Titans are hollow. It's changed my mind. <laughs> yeah. uh, and that sees us out of episode two, which brings us to our final episode for this week, which is episode three, where we have the climactic showdown. Okay, so we find out that... Um, there's these stronger hollows that have been sending hollows to carry out their orders so that, I don't know, they don't have to face the battle themselves of these, um, the, the hollows of hollows. Grunt work. Yeah. And they've specifically have created, uh, minions in the sense. So Orohimi's brother, because it was involuntary, that plays in later on. It, it wasn't a volunteer. He was forced to become a hollow. Mm. Um, he then, he, so he breaks into Orohimi's house and it's an interesting switch because they can't see the hollow. Yes. So at first I'm like, oh God, what, what's going on here? And I'm like, oh yeah, they can't see the hollow. And it was like, when I rewatched these episodes, seeing that first uh, attack scene of the town was quite cool because I started noticing, oh, this damage is being caused without anything being there. Mm. Um, Which so, is why they were putting they it do- down to being like gas explosions and... Um, yes explaining it like that and i love the kind of horror vibes that we get as the two girls are sitting there eating their dinner and then the bear gets the big tear down its face and yes rumbling in the house and then the the teddy gets slashed why does the teddy get slashed like why is that her brother's first move i know right it's a bit weird he's setting the tone Yeah. (laughs) yeah yeah um 
yeah, he's go he's going above and beyond to make this as creepy as possible. Um, for but then some the kind of the smash cut of she's holding the bear, and then just the arm goes through Orihime and just knocks. Yeah. Like at that point, you think, oh god, she's she's dead. She's just been impaled. Yeah, well, she 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 basically is, isn't she? She's 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 gone at that point. Yeah, no, she is she is dead. Yeah, um, on a technical sense, which leaves yeah. poor Tatsuki. Although, uh, all alone facing this invisible overbearing being yeah it's pretty it's pretty um intense and he just gets thrown around like a bit of a rag doll like from side to side uh, and and he he's sorry he she she starts freaking out um right and so. <laughs> even even when um orohimi uh sort of goes to comfort her she's now a ghost so like she's like it's it's, it's, it's okay fine. it's fine, it's fine. But she, but Tatsuki <laughs> can't see Orihime because Tatsuki can't see ghosts. And there's this no. like she's got her arms been kind of gouged a bit, and she's being like ragdolled around the room by Sora. And there's a bit I love the transition shot where she's been like she's lying on the ground and she's got like a hand up in the air, and you're like, well, why is that there? But then it kind of pans back and then reveals the hollow to the viewer, and it's like she's pushing against the hollow to stop it from crushing her it's so yeah. grim and just, <laughs> just get out of there but she can't yeah. she's trapped um but Orihime does do the big hero move of uh sprinting and knocking the arm away giving uh like freeing up yeah. Tatsuki and, and pulling attention back to herself no, that was that was nice because it wasn't it wasn't overpowered. It was sort of like I, there's no way I can defeat this, but if I run hard enough at this arm, this one limb, I mm. might be able to knock it off. And she does just enough. It's like you know any other. It, it sort of caught it caught her brother off guard. So it was um, it was believable. It could it yeah it, it worked fairly well. Mm. Um, and um, this is where sort of Ichigo comes in to save the day. Yeah, like he. He sprints across the roofs with Rukia as they kind of explain a bit more, saying, oh, well, he's going to go to Orohime's house and attack her. And just before Orohime's spirit gets minced, Ichigo just like drops in, bang, sword in the way. And this is something I noticed throughout the first few, which I maybe didn't pick up on my first watch through. Um, whenever we're dealing with exclusively the spirit world, there's this kind of bloom effect on the uh, the lighting. So everything seems a little bit more kind of blurred around the edges and a little bit brighter right, okay whereas when yeah. it's um the real world all the colors are distinctly flat and are there's no kind of effect on it i liked it it was cool. it was a clear visual indicator of where we were and what was happening yeah no, that's that's cool and um it's a good job we had that because um Ichigo's like well how can you see me to Orihime because he doesn't realize she's a ghost and she's like well I've got this blue effect around me so I'm clearly um a ghost and that's why I can see you um and he's like ah, thank thank you for the explanation and <laughs> thank she, you for this drop of exposition <laughs> yeah she sometimes recognizes somehow recognizes her brother mm. she, he's like what you don't you don't know me and there's a lot of talking through these bits which is fine because i think it does uh, is it fine it, it's, it's a little too much for me um mm. there's a, a lot of talking which is not really saying a lot he he has a lot of memories of their time together um it's 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 trying to build this image of how much 
love there was there. And it's building that connection with the brother so that we care for him and that we care yeah. for the both characters and their relationship and everything they've been through. Get that. But, but they kind of they, they go into it a little bit too much, don't they? They 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 go over it again and again and by this point we already understand we don't need the third flashback yeah. of her growing up and him being there for her. Yeah. Um I will say yeah. though, um this is the performance like Sora's VA, I think it's Liam O'Brien in the dub. He does a damn good job of doing that kind of really good monstery rasp and despair. Like you can hear him kind of yeah. almost choking up on certain words. And for him to put that much effort in, and I think the voice cast in general putting as much effort into this as they do speaks to why I I like these scenes so much and I don't feel like I'm being pulled out of them in that kind of way. Yeah, um, no, that's fair. I think you do give a hell of a lot of credit to voice actors though. You know they're only talking. You know they can like turn <laughs> up in their pajamas. <laughs> oh, dude, do not open that tin of worms. That is... <laughs> <laughs> Damn, boy. <laughs> well, I'd love to be a voice actor. I think it'd be so fun. Yeah, but, same. Um, but when there's so many out there, the competition is harsh and it's difficult. Yeah, but I mean, well, I think when you're praising someone for doing a raspy voice and <laughs> like going to a lot of effort... Like, no, no, but he is, like commits you, to the emotion ju- of it, right? And you can but feel you that should, through that, the... Surely that's a bare minim- minimum. Like, you'd you'd if, think uh, that, but think back to Naruto. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I get that. And maybe they failed at that. But my point is, when you're the whole point of voice acting as opposed to regular acting is that you have no physical presence to purvey that emotion. So it all has to be done through emotive voicing. Mm. And if you're not doing that, then you're not doing the job. And arguably, there are people in Naruto who are not doing the job, but that doesn't mean that these guys are exceptional for doing the job. Yeah. <laughs> we'll agree to disagree okay True. fair enough let's move on fair enough. <laughs> before we get attacked by uh the voice acting community which i do not want uh, um that's fine they'll attack me not you you're sticking up for them it's fine i'll take the hit unionize is what i say <laughs> um so <laughs> precipice starts playing again like my favorite track and um sora has kind of battered it she go away and starts to choke out Orihime and starts saying well i should have killed you first because you forgot mm. about me and you didn't pray for me after you found your new friend, blah, blah, blah. And this kind of flips this switch in Ichigo's head. And he uh, gets... He chops, s- chops his arm off. Yeah, he gets some serious shots in and calls him mm. like the best insult of the show, which is Captain Overbite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Captain Overbite is one that's going to go down in, in history, I think. It's uh, good. And... This kind of reinforces Ichigo's creed, I guess, that we have established earlier in uh, the last episode, where he is steadfastly about protection, and because he has this modicum of strength, he wants to protect other people. So when he sees Mm. other people with who should be doing that job not do it or actively refuse it, that's the berserker switch, right? That's when he... yeah. And we see that when he's just he just keeps stabbing. He just keeps stabbing. I think Sora's it's also back. it's also not just that. It's it's when the vulnerable aren't protected. So it's like with the, the ghost thing in the in the very first episode. There was no sort of expectation that these bullies should be protecting anyone, but the fact that they're so don't give a crap about anything yeah. um that they're causing harm to, to the vulnerable. They're causing harm 
to the vulnerable. Yeah, exactly. So that it's that protection of the weak, protection of the vulnerable, and um, that sort of uh, hate of anyone who abuses that power or doesn't do the job they're supposed to do when protecting. So yeah, exactly. I'm just building on what you're saying, basically, but you're, you're spot on. Yeah. So he attacks. Yeah, he attacks again. Um, he freezes. Ichigo freezes in midair uh, for too long. Uh, yeah, the, yeah, the the cutting between the yeah. Ichigo saw it. Ichigo saw it. Ichigo saw it. Ichigo saw it. <laughs> After the third time, I was like, surely it can't do it again. And they do it like at least two more times. I was like, okay, yeah. I get it. He's hesitating. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so he hesitates and um, Sora gets a spit of vemin. Vemin? Vemin. Get that vemin. The- Delicious. Get that venom. Yeah. Uh, venom or poison in his face. Oh, in his hand. Sorry. Yeah, it burns him. Makes him drop the sword. Um, which we didn't know they could do, but apparently they can do that now. Surprise. Um, he powers up, powers up mid-episode. Um, and Arahimi dives in front of um, Ichim, Ichigo. Mm-hmm. When as as a brother's about to come down and chomp on him, she does uh, she does a Rukia, but doesn't take the massive amounts of damage that Rukia did <laughs> because the brother manages to like he chomps her a little bit, but not enough yeah. to. I mean, she's also her. a ghost. So was Rukia. Is she? She was a spiritual being. Nobody could see her. Oh yeah, but she still bleeds. Yeah, so did Orihime as a ghost. Oh really? Yeah. You see her shoulder? Oh. That was scuffed. Yeah. That's a weird thought. Dude, look, the show just likes showing off blood. <laughs> yeah. If it can bleed, okay. it can it can die. Um <laughs> and we get this big extended flashback of Orihime kind of fig- she's been wearing this hair clip that the brother got for her and they had an argument about and Orihime didn't get to say have, oh, a, good, yeah. have a good day to him or whatever. It, 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 it turns out she loved her brother and she did everything to try and help him uh, be at rest and it backfired yeah. and it was a misunderstanding. everyone's sorry. It was like it was, a wrong com misunderstanding. Mis- <laughs> it was just a big misunderstanding, guys. I'm like sorry they, that I tried to kill you all. Yeah, it's all good. Uh, and then Orihime, I love I kind of <laughs> love this. By the way, <laughs> by the way, no, but before you, before you go on, all, all the while this, you know, this arc is coming to fruition and we're all making up. Um, Totsky is just unconscious <laughs> laying in the bedroom, just like, guys, why, why am I, why is this my, why am I getting the brunt of this? Ow. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just bleeding no, out. Mo- no music playing for Totsky. No. Yeah. But Arahime finally gets to say, she gets this closure and she goes, oh, I can say to you what I didn't say on the day that you died. Have a nice day, brother. And he goes, "Yeah, cool." And then stabs himself. Yeah, <laughs> like... yeah which uh, apparently um, sends him on as well. Yeah, uh, I so guess. we get that bit of law from Rukia that yes, tapping like bonking people with the hilt of your sword will send you. <laughs> That's the technical term for it. You bonk a soul, and they return to the afterlife. Bonk someone with the tip of your sword. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, said the actress <laughs> to the priest. <laughs> um, yep. But also, if somebody becomes a hollow, then by defeating them with your Zampakto, which is the name of the type of sword that they use, um, right. they are purified and they are able to also return to the spirit world. It's just a more roundabout and more difficult way to do it. 
Um, yeah, why don't why doesn't he just tap him with the sword then? Does that not work? No, because he can't he's tap big, He big beastie, so he must be slashed. Ah, of course. Yeah, the, that's how it's written in Rule One of Soul Society. If big beastie, <laughs> do big slash. Soul Society, come today for a for a lifetime of joy. Turn left An on the M1. After lifetime of joy. Yay. <laughs> I like it. Oh my god, we should we should open that park. Um it does it's a bit it's a bit sort of weird. It's a weird name. It's like you look at all these like very I don't know, Latin names or flamboyant uh, descriptions like Valhalla and places that mean afterlife and then it's soul society. It's, soul it's just society. so it sounds a bit more clinical, um, doesn't it? Almost a bit more it does. bureaucratic. It's corporate, isn't it? <laughs> Welcome to Soul Society. Here you will sign away your afterlife. <laughs> uh, there's a vending machine on three, and um, <laughs> feel free to use the facilities, uh, the pool facilities on the top Floors floor. Five and above are for premium members of the Soul Society. <laughs> and if you're a platinum member, you get the seventh circle of heaven. <laughs> Which is a night, is it one night only with um, Hitch, uh, Ichigo. <laughs> a night in heaven with Ichigo. Seven minutes and in heaven. Seven, seven minutes in heaven. Oh, with yes. <laughs> seven minute in he- minutes in heaven with Ichigo and his huge sword. <laughs> God. <laughs> so, yeah, so after he stabs himself with Ichigo's big sword, um, Sora returns to the afterlife and we get. Essentially, like we wrap up the episode with Rukia men in blacking uh, Orihime and Tatsuki. Yeah, with the weird duckhead thing, um, duckheaded cigarette lighter that uh, is allowed to wipe people's memory somehow. Which we find out is what she used on the rest of uh, the Kurosaki family. Yeah, but right, okay. Here's when right at the beginning when the de- when the not demon the, the hollow, uh, ho- hollow demon. attacks. Yeah, attacks the city. Mm-hmm. Um, when do they not see? No, they don't. Of course, they don't. They don't see. Though, mm. though, and I did make a note of this. There is one woman who they have. They're, she's having a conversation with um, a guy, and she goes, "Oh, did you hear that?" And the guy goes, "The only thing I can hear is you, beautiful." But oh, right. <laughs> there's this like cool implication that outside of Ichigo's family, there are other people just out in the public who have at least a modicum of spiritual awareness to what's going on, mm. which I think is quite cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, we men in black the memories out of Orihime and the next day we find out that her imagination has run wild and a sumo broke into her house with a gun and blew the wall off and then ran away. <laughs> Yeah, because the that, that's the, that's the the quirky bit, isn't it? That she can wipe people's memories and replace them with other memories that are more uh, explainable, but she has no control over what those memories are. So she just has to find out the next day what these people remember, and it, I guess that's just going to bring about a lot of funny circumstances, fun gags where, for uh, fun guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're um, just going to get more extreme as the episodes go on. Yeah, especially if our hero is involved. Um, and we get the kind of the ending shot of the first three episodes probably is my favorite moment out of all of it where we get Ichigo's sentiment about the situation that he's in and he kind of really doubles down on his um, motivations and he he says I'm not so noble a person 
to risk my life for a complete stranger. But even though that's the case, I'm not going to stand by when somebody is being hurt. I'm going to try and help them if I can. Yeah, he's sitting on the fence, isn't he? He's not committing, but he's 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 just saying, you know, I want to help. I want to do the right thing. I've been but, given this power, and I'll use it to help where I can. But I'm not the kind yeah. of guy who's going to just drop absolutely everything in order to. You're asking you're, you're asking me to bike across the Atlantic in the USA <laughs> all in one go, and what I'm saying is I'm not willing to do that. But I'm going to I'm gonna I'm gonna practice and I'm gonna do my bit. Yeah, and that's. Bleach, the first three episodes. Yeah, a nice mini arc completed there, wasn't there, really? Another yeah. another series where you've got that sort of beginning explanation stuff and then a nice conclusion. It could just be like a short. Yeah, we um, get like the, the first episode stands by itself and introduces the pieces and then episode two and three are kind of like that mini arc, like you say, of, okay, so this is kind of what to expect going forward. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you have any odds and ends about thoughts that maybe we didn't cover um no i mean my big one was what is bleach um <laughs> and sort of sort of gone over that and i now know that it's very anticlimactic and that bleach is just it, to cleanse the soul i get that that's 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 all right that's fine whatever that's pretty cool um it's just english isn't i think it? it's like <laughs> he's got he's gone for what cleans things ah <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it's kind of it's because it's become so big it's it's that tongue-in-cheek sort of i don't know it's 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 kind of cool isn't it like bleach it's like it's it's so not a good title that it is a good title it's yeah. just so it's, it's so renowned now yeah it's changed the meaning a lot yeah just good yeah. stuff yeah I, I i like that there's this really good sense of progression with the plot there's no meandering, it feels. Every conflict is adding more lore and expanding the characters as they go. Um, for 2004, the animation's pretty slick, but for me, the soundtrack 100% steals the show. The yeah. Just the back, like when there's hollow stuff happening, you get this really weird, wavy uh, otherness of the the music, but then you also get this really kind of like bloopy it's every day really funny here's some guitars <laughs> when it's like normal life and that contrast works with the visual presentation as well to just sell everything but yeah. even without but with that especially with that all in mind um that leads us to our big uh, three questions <laughs> Do you want to explain to the listeners what our questions are and why we've chosen these? So our three questions are what well, fundamentally what we've decided over the first 10 episodes should be asked to decide whether something goes into the anniverse. Uh, first of all, we have, is it conceptually a good show? Does it have enough substance there? Is, are the ideas founded in good, you know, a good storyline? Um, Secondly, are there any fundamental turnoffs? So some of the shows we've had have been like, have got some really big, uh, glaring gaping. alarm bells <laughs> that just yeah that can't be overcome. Uh, really. So has, is there anything big that turns us off the show? And finally, does it make you want to watch more? Does it have that extra something that makes you want to keep watching? Uh, does it is it a good show that you can uh, sort of recommend to people? So without further ado, Sam, first question: Is it conceptually good? Yeah, it's conceptually good. <laughs> it's a high schooler who gets yeah, the is. powers of a death god and then goes around like beating up creepy monsters in cool, bloody fashion. 
Okay, on its concept, right? Can you? I, I, I've, I was googling things, and I was trying. There's, I've got so many. I can draw so many parallels with other stuff, but I feel like I'm missing out on something. I feel like there's something, some things that I've watched that I could go, oh yeah, that's a very similar thing. This idea that um, this character is forced into a world where he has to hunt demons and send them to the underworld. That 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 concept of sort of sending like the, the closest I could get was like Ghost Rider, but that's not Ghost what I'm thinking Rider. of. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, like that idea that you travel yeah. the world and, and defeat demons and send them on. What there's there's some mainstream stuff that I've watched that I'm like drawing a lot of parallels. I don't. I haven't really seen much of that. No, I know. I know the premise. It is. It is kind of like that. Um, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Though I'm, yeah, I'm but just I drawing a lot of parallels. In this kind of um, setup is. It does lend itself. It's almost Doctor Who asking where you can have this monster of the week, and we'll go and we'll we'll solve the problem, and and everything will move along. Um, mm. In terms of the spiritual stuff, this is um, so the supernatural genre of Shonen Jump is like a huge um, has a huge Subculture. following. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, at the moment, one of the biggest anime in the world is called Demon Slayer or Kimetsu no Yaiba, which is mm. this anime about kids with samurai swords and special powers fighting and killing demons and sending them on to the next life like Mm. shaman king which came out around the same time as bleach is about fighting with spirits of the dead like there's this ingrained spiritual aspect to so much japanese media that is if capitalized on well and stylishly and with flourish will pop off in a massive way and bleach does that really well and western culture i think when you think of western horror it's very much this slow burn up to a big jump scare or a big reveal whereas with japanese horror it's more of Mm. this kind of ever-present um oppressive creepiness that can be dealt with in dribs and drabs but it's always going to be there as opposed to just like one big bad spirit that you get in the west yeah Mm, that's interesting yeah Um, i I think in terms of with the question of it being conceptually good though it it feels by the end of the third episode kind of superhero-esque where ichigo is this high school kid trying to protect his uh normal high school life and he's got these superpowers and he's trying to keep his friends safe and i think that is just in general a very appealing story there's a reason spider-man and superheroes in general have persisted for however many years that they have and it's that idea of just you've got power you're using it in a way to help others but you're also trying to live a normal life you can relate to that a lot more so I yeah it's say- also also got that like chosen one uh prophecy sort of element to it hasn't it like he's not looked for these powers he's not looked for anything he's not gone out of his way but it's been this it's been thrust upon him he's um mm. he's had to sort of step up to the task um, and that sort of you know regular regular character but same 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 thing as spider-man you know like you just mentioned the idea that power is thrust upon those and um mm. all that greatness crap i don't know there's and he's almost got a similar code to that as well, doesn't he? He's got that idea of, I'm going to help people where I can. And I'm going to yeah. use this power for good. Because he's been given yeah. it and he's going to like, yeah. Yeah, which links us nicely on to, are there any fun- fundamental turnoffs? Because I think, um, for me, the the threads in this show are, are fairly mainstream. I mean, yeah, you've got spirits and things, but that arc of 
this regular character gaining some powers, defeating the bad guys, defeating these demons. And there's no sort of overbearing law that can't be grasped. It's not like mm. there's loads of magic or there's loads of um, different types of creatures that need to all be understood on these different levels. Yeah. Um, you know, there's no, you know, I'm thinking uh, like Lord of the Rings and things like that, where there's quite a lot of lore about those specific characters. There's nothing like that. It's quite straightforward. Um, there's nothing to me that really jumps out that people aren't going to be able to get on board with. I don't know about you. There's no sex. There's no uh, yeah, nudity as such. Yeah, I'd agree. There's no like egregious fan service. The animation isn't awful, so you don't get turned off by the presentation. Um, the character designs are nice to look at. I just think, the, like you said, the plot is easy enough to follow that you're not going to get lost. It's very simple to just go, oh yeah, okay, I get this. And because I think that ties into the way that Ichigo as a character is presented. Like he's dropped into this world of spirits like we are. So versus, I'm, I, I hate to bring the comparison back again, but compared to something like Naruto where naruto where he's lived in this world for these 12 years of his life versus ichigo who has just lived a normal life and he's just introduced suddenly to all these spirits and hollows and everything else so he acts this point of view character for us in the audience and that then makes everything feel better i feel like as they expose it and give us this exposition we are in the same boat as Ichigo, so it doesn't feel forced, whereas a lot of the stuff in Naruto, it's, it feels like, oh, he should know this. Like, somebody in episode two is explaining what chakra is to him, but apparently it's the most important thing, or somebody is explaining about the ninja precedence, and he's confused about it. Whereas here, we don't know as much as Ichigo, so as he learns new stuff, we learn new stuff. So you feel that yeah, it makes it makes it easier to expose it but i still it doesn't excuse naruto's poor attempt at it because there there are way it's naruto aren't the first show ever to you know be introduced to something halfway through like as if Mm. as if you know in in this world um and there are better ways than what and naruto you know that wasn't their only flaw i think the way this show i mentioned it earlier it just knows what it is it knows what its target audience is it's fairly it do, it doesn't um, pay any fan service with regards to like nudity or anything like that. It's got mm-hmm. a bit of bad language in. It's got some sass. It's got some mature it's that concepts. Young adult it's got this niche, a hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. And I think um, Naruto was trying to hit too many boxes all at the same time, and we said that at the time. And this is just clear, well thought through, good storytelling. Um, you know, a bit too much exposition at times. We both sort of said that, you know, there's a bit too much going over stuff, but all in all, it's a really, uh, the, the reason they're able to do that is because they've thought about this law so much and they've thought about these premises so much that they want to make sure you know everything and they want to make sure that you're truly on board. And it's like, no, 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 you don't understand. They really loved each other. They, they really, they, you need to understand really how sad this is for them. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no it's really sad. Really sad. Trust yeah. me, guys. So, you know, it just shows that they want to drill home certain points. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I think overall, absolutely. No for me, yeah. I, maybe no. people won't like the spiritual aspects 
of it or maybe they won't like the which is unique because i didn't i didn't think that that going into it that it was going to go down that route um i didn't really know what i expected Mm. um but i didn't expect this i thought it would be more you know shonen jump more younger audience because Mm. of its similarities to naruto or it's and you can even see that in the age of ichigo like he's 15 so it's kind of the story feels like it's almost scaled up a little bit more for that mid-teen range compared to like naruto where he was 12 and it was like poop yeah exactly yeah yeah So, so the big one well does it does it make you want to watch more yeah, definitely. I think um, I want to know what happens with this character. I want to know where it goes. I want to know how he develops, how Ichigo develops, how their, his relationship with uh, Rukia. Rukia. I've got it in front of me and I still couldn't find it on the page. <laughs> enough. His relationship with Rukia continues. Does um, Orihime's character stay in the show or was that sort of like, is that done now? Yeah, no, she'll she'll carry on. She will persist. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah, I, I think um, the the mini arc itself is a double edged sword. I think it was nice for us to have that roundup, but at the same time, it leaves it leaves that slight possibility that I could just leave it now um, and yeah. not go back to it because because I've got enough to understand the premise. I've got enough to understand the show, and I've had that n- nice little story wrapped up in a neat little bow. So, yeah, I. I it's not it's not really a criticism of the show for doing that because i think it's nice to do that um and you're always going to have those arcs at some point it just yeah. coincides with the episodes that we've watched the hours wraps up after three episodes but um yeah There's, it's funny it's clever i like the characters i like i like ichigo a lot i think he's a really Ichigo's, cool dude and he's um, great my right here's here's something else though male leads mm-hmm. in in the shows that we're obviously we just had um Carol Tuesday, Tuesday. Carol and Tuesday. Um so kind of not really the right time to bring this up because I'm proving that that's not the case. But there are especially in the shonen <laughs> ones and everything, the main characters are often male. Even yep. in the ones where there's female uh, sort of side characters, it's the male characters they follow and everything like that. That's obviously a big theme, isn't it? And yeah. I, I'm I'm guessing I'm not guessing. It's it's not it's not right to say that that's just an anime thing because in media in ge- in, in movies western culture the in be- general the majority, it tends to be in more general male dominated. Yeah. 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 But it, there's obviously a similarity there and it doesn't it doesn't change with anime. And that's something that I quite like though with anime as an overall genre versus like you said we've looked at quite a lot of shonen shows and obviously because they're appealing to boys you're going to have a lot more male character leads because that's who you want your audience to relate with you want your audience member to think yes i'm asta from black clover yes i'm naruto yes i'm ichigo um because that's the big the biggest share of the pie chart of your readers but then Mm. also within anime overall you get your completely female audience focused stuff like Sailor Moon mm, yeah. or um, Kakaguri or Pretty Cure or Utena. Like there is so yeah. much there. And a lot of the time, even though a protagonist might be male, mm. there are lots of female side characters who tend to step up and be just as important, if not to the story, but in terms of power levels and um, 
Yeah, I mean, Sword Art does that really well. Asuna being... But but even all the way through. To be His sister's badass. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, The the only issue with Sword Art, I would say, is that you get... Most of these people are introduced as love interests. Like, they're competent by themselves, but they are hooked on Kirito so hard. Yeah. And it's just like, here's his harem. Like... (laughs) But... Like something that happened recently in Black Clover, um, we were reading some chapters, and there was a solid couple of chapters dedicated to the female characters fighting against this god tier level enemy, and all of them were treated so right. It was really mm. refreshing to see that within Jump, compared to like what you say now, where it's just okay, Orihime's here, and she'll turn up later on, but maybe she's not handled in as good of a way but yeah but yeah i definitely want to watch more and you know you've already watched more but um do you think that these three episodes do enough i do i think um just coming into this again i want to know more about the hollow that's sending stuff after ichigo i want to Mm. learn more about rukia and the soul society i want to see more of the fight scenes because they are epic and in scale and they've got this kind of bloody visceral nature to them um, and there's just enough questions left unanswered uh, that it has hooked me yet again. I think. Do they? Um, do they? Do you ever see the Soul Society? Or like it's it's mildly spoilerish in terms of where the story goes from here. But I will stand by that the uh, there's a certain arc in Bleach early doors. I'll just it's called the Rescue Rukia arc. And I stand by that it is the epitome of shonen storytelling. It is one of the best singular arcs that I have ever had the pleasure to read and watch. Because it's just, it is everything that a shonen should be Mm. crystallized in this one story arc. I I can't explain it without spoiling it, but it's just so brilliant. And that's why Bleach popped off the way that it did. Um, right. So cool. I look yeah, forward to that. I, I think, think my plan going forward is I'm going to go and watch uh, all of the Bleach movies that I bought on Blu-ray because <laughs> the movies are actually pretty good. They're pretty solid, apart from the third one. But I think maybe with a fresh eye, maybe it will be better. Does um, that include the live action? Mate, I'm so excited to watch the live action. That's going to be my uh, <laughs> my my Christmas Day uh, drunk as anything as I stagger home <laughs> from the Christmas work Christmas party plan. Yes. I'm just going to lie on the sofa and go, ha, 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 live action, itchy, go, go. That, that, Christmas, that, that Christmas that has already happened. Obviously, oh, yes, that's what course. you did. Yeah, You're talking that, past yeah, tense. Yeah, yes. past tense always, because we know how time works <laughs> with our upload schedule. We're, we're on top of it. Yeah. But yeah, I think that seems to be a resounding unison agreement that this has gotten into the universe would you say yeah yeah definitely i think this uh i'm really excited by this i'm glad that i finally got some references for bleach now i think um yeah my my collection of anime knowledge is is starting to is starting to come together now and obviously there's still so much to see but some of those big hitters that we've seen with like naruto and bleach and uh sword art and attack on titan and stuff is like uh really gives me some some good grounding i think i need to see a lot more and especially within those series like i'm still scared to like delve into naruto more because i know that i need if i want to get really on board with 
the anime community and need to watch more Naruto. Mm. But like you say, I might read it instead and see how it how it evolves and stuff. I don't know. I'm still I'm still playing with some things with how to absorb that knowledge without necessarily sitting through you know <laughs> like worth seven hundred episodes of filler. <laughs> but this this is pretty good as well, isn't it? Isn't this like three or four hundred episodes as well this with this? Clocks in at about three hundred and it's over three hundred and fifty fifty episodes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think maybe three hundred and seventy. Um, ah, cool. Unfortunately, Bleach also suffers from the same problems as Naruto in that there is a lot of filler. But yeah, instead yeah. of with Naruto, them just kind of cutting away from like a massive moment to go into this random arc, they'll find like a break in the story and then they will have these filler arcs. Um, Bleach was my first experience with filler, to be fair. Um, mm. And whilst... I couldn't recommend watching the filler arcs. There is some good animation, some really good Sakuga within them that you could go and check out or some good fights. But hit me up and I'll uh, I'll make like an essential episodes list that you can uh, okay. work your All way right. through if, if you wanted uh, to. Yeah, awesome. All right, brilliant. Well, I think that's, uh, yeah, like you say, it's a resounding, it's got into the universe and it's... Uh, We'll we'll uh, we'll see if I carry on watching it in the future. Um, so, are you excited to find out what you are going to be watching next week, Will? Oh yeah, I've got to carry on with this, haven't I? Um, what is next week, Sam? What what's the new animes that I will be seeing? Well, you did mention that you wanted to see more female leads, Will. So next week, I would like you to watch the gambling focused anime Kakaguri. Kakaguri. What's mm. it? So it's about gambling. Yes, and you can find it on Netflix worldwide because it was Yay! another one of those uh, Netflix originals. So I hope you enjoy that. That brings us to the end of the episode, and we, I guess, we'll leave it there, Sam, won't we? Um, I think we will. Where can, pe- where, can, where can people find us if they want to hit us up? Well, we are Gateway to the Anniverse on pretty much all of our social medias, um, except for Twitter, where we are Gateway TTA. It, although I have. Uh, I have found that if you just type in Gateway to the Anniversary, it still comes up on Twitter because... That's our that's handle. How, so that's our handle. So <laughs> it, that's it will appear. So, yeah. So, yeah, just type that in. Send us a comment. In everywhere. Talk talk to us. Let us know what you thought of our opinions this week. Were our opinions complete trash? Or do you agree with some of our points? We've already had some people that have absolutely adored the fact that we uh, have dug into Naruto as much as we have. Um, because... <laughs> And some people who have thought that our opinions on Sword Art, Sword Art Online are garbage. But uh, I want to know what you think. So please do get in touch. Five us a comment. Let us know. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so that you get any uh, notifications of future episodes. Because we're all busy people and we all need to know when the things we like. I need a bleep, beep, boop to let me know that my thing is out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, so do I, yeah. Right, okay, we'll leave it there. Thank you guys for listening. Um, And thank you, Sam's mum, for keeping this podcast going. Uh, We will uh, see you in the anniverse. Take care. Take care, guys. Goodbye.